This is Calvin, and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. What you've done is access the Do You Know show, and we're bringing you bits of knowledge and information you might not have heard from people you might not know. One thing I must let you know, though, is that the views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this show and others, please log on to KUCI.org. Alrighty then. Um, this is the Do You Know Show, as I said a little bit earlier. And uh, we got a guest here today, Pat Edge. And um, we're just happy to have her on board. Pat, how you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> you sound well. <laughs> Thank <laughs> okay. you. Let me, uh, and I, I, I mentioned this to you when we, uh, we talked a little bit earlier today. Uh, and I just want to read it to the audience so they'll have an idea of who it is that I'm talking to. And it goes, the Do You Know show on Wednesday, September 17, 2004, from 5 o'clock p.m. to 5.30 p.m. presents Fresh Start with Pat Edge. We're all living a lot longer than we did before, so let's hear how Pat Edge, daughter, sister, mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother, has spent over half a century on this planet and what her plans are for the next half a century. Pat? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. all about you. <laughs> Listen, okay. let me uh, let me just ask you uh, the first thing because I, I I got these things in order, and the first thing that you were were a daughter. Uh, how does that feel for you being a daughter? <laughs> what is that like <laughs> then and now? Okay, then it was a it, it, it's still a blessing. It was a blessing when I was younger. It's also a blessing when I'm. Uh, at this age, and I can share with my mother, I get her wisdom and, and knowledge from her. And uh, it's just a, a blessing to be able to be able to, uh, how can you say it, um, to be able to communicate with someone in a, uh, at an age, she's 83 now, mm -hmm. and uh, to be able to still have her here on this earth. It's mm. just a blessing, and uh, I thank God every day for it. Okay. I'm going to ask you a favor because evidently you're in a room with uh, with okay. some noise in the okay. background, so if you could, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, good. Now, what uh, what, uh, what about sister? Because I understand that, and, and, and I want the, the, the listening audience to understand that, you know, Pat Edge, you guys might not know her, but I know her pretty well, and I'm going to share something with you guys at the end of the show. I'm not going to tell you right now, but something I'm going to share with you guys at the end of the show but anyway uh i understand that you had a, a a younger brother and uh he was um uh in the crib and every time somebody would come by you would drag him to the crib and say see see you would point out your little brother and that was your uh that you were his sister first and then two more sisters if i'm correct what was that like growing up with them people <laughs> it was an experience um I my uh, siblings were um, 
we all got along. It was loving. It was different. And at this age, uh, I'm 66 now, and at this age, I'm still uh, admired, I can say, by my uh, siblings. Okay. Uh, they love me even, you know, no matter how we might disagree, mm-hmm. we disagree to agree. And, okay. And I believe that uh, it's a love that God has implanted in all of us the way we were raised. Mm-hmm. And that helps us today to be the people that we are. I am the eldest. Um, I believe I had a lot in helping them to grow up. Okay. (laughs) I believe that I was a help, and I still try to be a help and not a hindrance. And so it's just, um, um, I don't want to keep saying, it is a blessing. Yeah, you can say that a hundred times if you want to. Okay, Okay, and then you became a mother of uh, three children, right? That's correct. Okay, how was that? Uh, Hard. (laughs) But, <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, you have your ups and downs, mm-hmm. and and uh, I had a husband that uh, worked evening, so it was my responsibility to take care of the children. Okay. It was my responsibility to make sure the bills were paid. It was mm-hmm. my responsibility to make sure when he came home that his food was on the table. I'm from the old school, so okay. it's like we did like our parents did Mm -hmm. we all ate together at the dinner table not maybe every day but as many days as we possibly could and i tried to raise them in a way that they would continue to be loving and to be good and sometimes that failed but all in all i have three beautiful children okay and um they're on the right path okay great great uh, and then these children had children, and you became a grandmother. What's that like, being okay. grandma? <laughs> I'm a grandmother of 11. Oh, my goodness. Yes, and uh, they're such a blessing. Mm-hmm. I have uh, granddaughters. I have ch- grandchildren from uh, 28 until 14 months of years of age. Wow. And so the love that I have from the older ones, mm-hmm. a little bit more... Um, um, they they depend on me because okay. I help raise them. Okay. The next group uh, uh, was like Julian and Emmett and mm-hmm. and those uh, I helped with them, mm-hmm. but and we're not as I would say as close as the older ones yet. But it's coming there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's important. That's real yeah. important. And then uh, a great grandmother. What's up with that? <laughs> My grandson blessed me with a. Uh, great-grandchild okay and her name is Chloe mm-hmm. and she is a beautiful child okay and I'm just thinking that uh, I, I don't get to see her often but I'm asking that that changes so that I can uh, help her and so that she can see what a grandmother should be mm-hmm. great-grandmother should be and um, I, I'm just blessed to be at this age and before I left this earth to have a great-grandchild. Okay, okay. So we went over the fact that you were a daughter first, then a sister, then a mother, then a grandmother, great-grandmother, but none of this, well, some of it would have been possible. You would have been a daughter and a sister, but the mother part, it had to take a man, and I understand the guy that you married, uh, uh, his name is Alfred, and uh, I understand that he was a friend of your brother's first, and then he met you, and, uh, you know, he remained friends with your brother, but uh, you guys got married married and you know the brother was kind of not left out but not as much attention as he used to get what's how do you feel about your marriage pat i'm 
blessed to have a husband such as I have. He is a great provider. He makes sure that um, we are, when I was young, well taken care of when the children were young. He also made sure that my brother at a time came to live with us, and he just loved him and cared for him just like he always did, but it was just a different because of age, and then uh-huh. he was married, and my brother wasn't married, Okay, but my brother lived there with us, and mm-hmm. my husband never, ever put him out or oh, wanted wow. to put him out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, um... Now that you've, you know, you've lived, what are you, 66 years old? My goodness. Uh, um, I said half a century, but that's that's more than half yes, a century. Is. That's 16 past half a century, right. <laughs> you know, uh, and, and, and you've lived a good life. But I'm sure, you know, we're, we're hearing some really good things as far as family is concerned. And I know that you mean all of them, but there's still, you know, some things going on in our families that are not conducive to our well-being. Sometimes we say things and do things that hurt each other. How do you manage to deal with situations that you that you're uncomfortable with in terms of your relatives and close relatives at that? I have to do a lot of praying and I have to recognize that they're not me. They're their own person that um, I know that I love them and I want the best for them. And I believe they want the best for me. But sometimes we have disagreements but I have to respect them no matter what, the disagreement, or I have to understand maybe why they're saying what they're saying or mm-hmm. why they're doing what they're doing. I believe it's God, then family, then everything and everybody else. So what I need to be close to my family, and I feel like family is the most important beside God, the most important uh, thing that's here on earth, and I have to uh be respectful of who they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, uh, you said that, that, that God first and then family. Uh, uh, so the church ain't between the two of them? I thought it was God, church, and family. Well, think about it like this. Okay. It's my personal walk with God, my personal relationship with God. It has nothing to do with the church, per se. I'm not saying the church doesn't have a part that they're my teacher, you know, he teaches and does whatever. But how do I, what is, how am I um, with God? That's very important because the church is not going to make me. It's me that, that God, how God uses me, how God, I talk to God, how I, my intimacy with God, my praise with God. I think that's just important. And I feel like I can't even help the church if I don't have this relationship with God. Wow. Wow. I think that, you know, uh, you know, and I can agree to disagree, but I don't disagree. <laughs> I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I find that a lot of people feel that, you know, that they they want to go uh, and to the church and find out how to deal with their family. And I think it's the other way around. You have to deal with God. And God will help you to understand how to deal with your family. And then you can go to church and praise the relationship between right. you and your family, <laughs> you know. Uh, and, and, and you brought up church, and I, I think it's very important. 
uh, that we at least focus on this for 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 a bit because you've been involved in church for a very long time, from my understanding. What happened at the very beginning? What what made you go to? Uh, because I I'm I'm thinking that you went to a church, if if I get this correctly, a church called St. Mark's Lutheran Church, and then you went to a, what I think is a Baptist church. What was that change about, and why? Okay, I was at St. Mark's Lutheran Church. That's where. My mother and father, they took us to church on Sundays, and we went to confirmation classes. We did it all. And then when I married, my husband was a Catholic, and I was a Lutheran. And every Sunday, one Sunday we go to Catholic church, the next Sunday we go to Lutheran church. And this happened for a while. And I told my husband, I said, the kids are confused because Catholic and Lutheran, they have some beliefs alike, but I need them to, we need to, be stable and go to a church that we all can go to and as a family. And then I, it wasn't Baptist, it was a Pentecostal church. And we went there, there were strict guidelines and all that. But it helped me to understand where I needed to be. And so it was a, um, what I had learned, I did have, I believe that I had um, got the foundation in the Lutheran church. But then I needed to get something greater. I needed to to fulfill something that was not on the inside. And so then I went to a Pentecostal church. And at that time, I moved to, I was there for a long time, and then I moved to uh, Texas. And now I'm in a non-denominational church. And uh, I'm learning even the more than I had before. So I think it's a stepping stone. I needed to be in the Lutheran church to get a foundation. Then I needed to go to the Pentecostal church to grow. And now he needs me at this age to grow even more, to learn how to be more um, in a relationship with him. And and uh, he's teaching me about, like, um, he's teaching me how to love God, how to love God's people, and how to do the things I need to do to uh, get where I need to get and what the gifts that he has for me to have. Wow. You really, you know, you're running this show because I was going to figure out a way to segue into, you know, what is your, what are your plans? But you already did. <laughs> you, you know, you brought us to that place. So let's talk about it a little bit uh, in terms of your plans. Now, you were talking about uh, a relationship with God and God showing you, uh, you know, how to uh, go through the things that you've been through in terms of a uh, Lutheran uh, Catholic, Pentecostal, and not non-denominational, and you feel that all of that was for a reason, and that reason, I'm sure, leads to what uh, dictates what you're going to do with your life. So if someone were to ask you, who is Pat Edge, uh, how would you answer that? I would ask that I'm a God's child, his vessel that okay. he needs to use in this day mm-hmm. for uh, to help his people to be... Uh, I'm a giver, mm-hmm. and I like to see people happy. I like to see smiles on faces. I like to be able to uh, pray for them uh, in a way that uh, uh, I'm showing love or I'm showing that the need, some needs that they have that I can help relate to them to help them out and not just be somebody to say, I'm God's child, God mm-hmm. uses me. I don't want it to be where I'm a braggadocious person. Uh-huh. I want it to be where I am really used by God, and I can help, and I don't put anybody down, and I don't run over them or, or make them feel bad, but that I can be 
a vessel to help them in this this day. This is okay. a, a horrible day. This mm-hmm. is a day that people need help, people need food, they need clothes. Mm-hmm. They need to know that they're loved. And that's the most important thing, that I show love in this last day. I, I just feel like and I'm this at this age, but I have a lot of love to give. Mm-hmm. I had a lot, a lot of knowledge, and God is, is really releasing wisdom. I can talk now and to people and let them understand, well, I've been there. I've done that. And I can help the young women that are lost and, 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 and trying to find their way. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's what I have to do at this time. Okay. Now, um, so we know who you are now. Is there any or have you, do you see any specific way that you can implement, uh, you know, who you are, this love that you have, this caring that you have? Do you have anything specific that you that you look forward to doing or trying to do, or are you just going with the flow? At this point, I'm waiting on God because I see myself, I, I've, uh, even in the home that I'm living in, that I call it a house of refuge. And I feel it's a place where people can come to feel God's love, joy, and peace, where they come to rest with, rest in, in them, with themselves and also rest in God so that they can feel what it feels like to have the real joy and have real peace. And I can minister if I have to, if I don't, if they don't need it, if it's just something that they just want to relax and get strength back or to understand where they're at in life, I believe that's really what I want to do. So one day I want to have a home that is just with people that need that. Okay. Uh, and from my understanding, you've had a lot of experience because you've um, brought children into your home that weren't your own and raised them uh, as a mother, and they still look at you today as mothers. Matter of fact, that's what they call you, you right. know. And this brother that you were talking about, you know, you're able to do some things that are conducive to the well-being of others, even though at the time it might seem harmful. And from my understanding, uh, your brother uh, was a drug addict, and uh, you found out while he was staying with you, and uh, you had your husband put him out because, as you said earlier, your, your husband didn't want to put him out, but <laughs> that's what happened. So. It shows me and the audience as well that, you know, you have the capacity to do for others in in, in more than one way, not simply by bringing them into your home, but not allowing them to do things that are not conducive to the well-being of the household and thereby they might get put out as well. So you brought them in, you put them out and all in love. Now, in terms of of how that looks to a, a, a young mother today, um, what does that what is that like to be able to take someone in and to tolerate as much as you can and then to have to make a decision that this is not the way we're going to roll? You know, you're not going to be in this house acting this way. How does how does that work for if a young mother's listening today? How does she talk to her 18, 19 year old child that's still in the home and not wanting to do what the rules call for? That takes a lot of uh, work and a lot of prayer and a lot of uh, making sure that you're doing the right thing. In other words, it, I, I had idea to take a daughter in, and it's hard and um, to distinguish. You don't want to do wrong. You want to make sure that you're doing the right thing. We know we can get mad at a time, and at that time, the first thing we want to do is yell, get out. But if it's not that time for them to get out, you've got to balance it to make sure that 
they have all they need because if they've got to come back, if you have not given them instructions how to live on the outside and then you're just putting them out, I don't think that's fair. I think that you need to make sure that you've done all that you can to let them know what they need, what they need to do, how they need to treat a mother, their mother, or treat the person if I'm head of a house and, and like I said, I want to get a, a refuge house. If I'm there, I want them to be able to do what the rules and regulations says. And if I need to sit them down first and make sure that they understand and not just always beating them against the head, but in love, beat them across the head. In other words, get your point across. This is what you, I see you're doing, and this is not something that we like to be done, so I need you to get it together. And if you can't get it together, then I'm going to lovingly help you find some place so that you can get it together. Mm, wow, that's uh, that's something. Yeah, that's really something. And I can imagine uh, how hard that, that would be, you know, for your own child. But I also understand that you're not just looking at what's happening now, but you're looking at the future as well. And something I think that's of key importance is the fact that you want them to be prepared for the outside world because things are not going to be like they are in the house. They're going to be totally different outside because people don't are not going to love you like you're loved in your house. So you need to be prepared. And that seemingly is your focus in, you know, raising children and even this home that you're talking about, you know, preparing people for the world outside. Um, you mentioned earlier that, you know, uh, the last of times, what, what, what does that mean for you? Because we hear that a lot nowadays. Well, I, you know, I'm in the word, so I believe that Christ is coming back and, uh, that this day, you see how, um, hard it is out here in the world. It's, it, it's a time that people need to know how to love one another and how to uh, embrace one another and how to help one another. And if God, and, and they need the Lord in their life, and if you don't have him or you um, don't know about him, I feel like that you need to, to know about him. You need to learn about him. You need to learn how to love others as you love yourself. You need to be able to embrace uh God and have a relationship with him. You know, people talk about higher beings and all that, but I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ, and I believe in the Holy Ghost. So that's where I'm at right now. I believe that um, there are, in the, as the Bible states, last days. It's, it's the time that gets real rough, and, and people are looking for something. And I don't think they know a lot of people right now know what they're looking for. They're looking at man, and men can give it to you, and then they can take it away. But I believe when God gives you something, no one can take it away from you. And when he gives you um, a, a freedom and he wants you to have a love and joy and peace, just like it says in the Bible, it says, I mean, when we say the Lord's Prayer, on earth as it is in heaven, God wants you to have a little heaven on earth. And I believe there is a heavenly place. Mm -hmm. If it's here on earth, wherever it is. It's what God has for us, and it's something that we're striving to. I'm striving to to make sure that I make it in, but I want to be take somebody else with me. I want somebody else to enjoy what I feel like I'm getting ready to enjoy. Okay. I'm going to ask you a, a pretty difficult question, uh, and that is um, there are people uh, on this planet who uh, do not accept Jesus 
as their Lord and Savior, you know, and they mm-hmm. possibly um, uh, don't believe in some of the tenets of religion that you believe in. In terms of the last days and whether what happens to them after they leave this particular uh, planet, uh, do you feel that if they don't follow what you follow, that they're destined to, like, go to hell? I feel like, I mean, that's a relationship that has to be between you and God. I'm not putting nobody in heaven. I'm not putting anyone in hell. I'm not going to... uh, be a judge because only God is a judge and I don't know they have until their last breath to accept him or deny him and so I feel that I can't say that um, they're going to heaven or they're going to hell I feel like it's between you and God and that's how I feel right that's 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 beautiful. And again, we can agree to disagree, but I'm with you on that one as well. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's everybody has a relationship, you know, whether they realize it or not. And that relationship is based on how they feel. And so we cannot ever say what's going to happen to someone else. And we should d- definitely be focusing our, on ourselves anyway, because we got a lot of stuff to work on without trying to figure out where somebody else is going or what they're doing. Anyway, um, this is this has been a wonderful, wonderful time. And uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to let the audience know now that uh, this this y'all, this my sister. (laughs) Yeah, Patricia Gant Edge (laughs) is her name. And I'm just so, so very happy to have her on here. And and I had told her because she wanted to know what we're going to be talking about. And I wouldn't tell her. But I did tell her that we're going to be talking about some things that I want to know about. So I I don't know about y'all, but I found out quite a bit about my sister that that I didn't know already. Uh, Pat, what, um, you there at your, at, I say your, you know, I'm still trying to act like you ain't my sister at mm-hmm. our mama's house. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, what, uh, what are you guys, I mean, what are you guys in terms of your relationship? What have you found different from the time you were 14 and, 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 and where you are now? Because I'm sure this is going to be reflective of every mother, grandmother, and everybody, you know, that, that has experienced what you've experienced, a relationship with your mama from, from birth till now. What, what's the difference? What's the biggest difference? I always felt like I was on the outside looking in, you know, and, and each child has their own uh, how they feel. And I always felt like I was uh, not as good as my siblings because everyone, I did go to college, but I uh-huh. never finished. And I always felt like they were, that mom felt uh, that didn't uh, see me who I was. Mm-hmm. But at this point in life, and I'm, I'm spending years, but I we discussed it. And I know now that she's very proud of me, okay. of who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of her because she's done way more than I have done. Okay. She is a uh, a wise woman. Uh, I love her as never before because now when she says some things that hurt my feelings, I can let her know we apologize to one another. That makes a big difference in, in, in a mother and a daughter or a mother and a son. Mm-hmm. We need to know where each one is at, and then we can make sure we're loving them as we should, and we have a we have a beautiful relationship now. I make sure I talk to my mother every day because okay. I want to make sure that she's okay. Mm-hmm. I, I come to visit her when I can, and I just feel like the 
God has blessed me to see her this long, mm-hmm. 83 years, and praying that it will be for many, many more. Okay, okay. And um, that's where I'm at right now with my mom. Okay, I know she's over there grinning. I know she is. <laughs> That's so good to hear. And and I'm so glad you're in that place because I I definitely want to let you know that, you know, in terms of your, your siblings, well, your brother anyway, you know, I followed you, right? We went to, mm-hmm. to Crane Junior College right. together. So you inspired me to go to school, and I just happened to stay a little longer because I'm, you know, and, and, and I know that life has taught you a lot of lessons, and I always look to you for guidance. And whenever I need a prayer, you know you're the one I call. <laughs> so uh, thanks for being you, and I just want you to know I love you, and I thank you so much for being on this show. And if there's anything you want to say to the listening audience, say it now. What I would like to say to the listening audience is love your family. That's the most important thing. Stay close to them, be there for them, and uh, just love on them, and you will be blessed. Oh, thanks so much, Pat. And I'm going to talk to you later. You know that, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Tell my mama, our mama, I said hi too. I sure will. <laughs> okay. Okay. Love you, baby. Love you too. Okay, y'all. That was my sister, my big sister Pat, uh, and 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 I just love her for being her. Um, you go on to stay tuned now because there's another show coming on called Time to Holler Back, and it's going to be hosted by yours truly. And I think you might want to stay tuned and hear something that you might not have heard before. So just stay tuned.